Hey guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 41, and I cannot believe that it's been just shy of a month since I've made another episode, which is crazy because it feels like just yesterday. So I wanted to talk about the vagal nerve. Um, So I saw the neurologist not too long ago. Poor guy, didn't know what to do. He's probably a single guy with no kids or anything, and... When I went in there for vertigo, I was crying. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy. Like, this cannot be how life is every day for people. I couldn't imagine. So I was crying to him, and he looked like a deer in headlights. Like, he had no idea what to do. So he suggested I talk to a counselor or a therapist to try to help um, get my anxiety symptoms under control because they're secondary to Um, iron deficiency, anemia, and muscle issues. Um, So I started seeing a therapist who is amazing via Zoom. She brought up a thing called polyvagal theory. Uh, It's basically a stimulation of your vagal nerve, which your vagal nerve runs through from, I think it's your cranium, like from your head all the way down. And that is the sensation of fight or flight as well. So when you have a lion in front of you, the first thing to do is either run or play dead, right? So that is your vagal nerve. There are three parts of your vagal nerve. There's the ventral vagal, the sympathetic vagal, and the dorsal vagal. So she had me do a vagal ladder. So the beginning, imagine you're on a ladder, and the top of the ladder is the ventral vagal. That is the calm state, the relaxed, the clear thinking, the, you know, normal, calm, no anxiety part of the ladder. Then when you fall to the next part of the ladder, it's the sympathetic. So you're anxious, you are tense, you uh, have, for me, it's chaos and panic. So I had like internal shakes and twitches and forgetful. So on this ladder, the beginning of the ladder is you're on top of the world is how I think of it. You're at the cool, calm, collective, um, energetic. And then when you start to stumble, you're slipping down the ladder. So the sympathetic, my you're supposed to put one line after you write down how you felt. So the line that you write on the next two are lies. So at that time of thinking, I'm thinking the world is unfair and I don't belong here. So when you stumble to the next part of the ladder, my other line was, the world is a scary place and it can't be trusted. That is your mind when you're going through that ladder. You're falling from the top to the bottom real fast. So the bottom is the dorsal vagal. That's where I feel the best way to describe it was empty. You don't know how you got here. You feel alone. You're confused. You have tunnel vision. I get drunk feeling, numbness tingling, pass out feeling sensations. No one understands. Um, loss of balance. So basically, from sympathetic to dorsal vagal, you write down lies. Lies because they're what you think in that moment, but they aren't actually true. So it's very interesting how the whole uh, polyvagal theory works. So polyvagal is the example of the nervous system with ventricle or ventral and dorsal vagal systems. So the polyvagal theory is a collection of evoluntarily 
neuroscientific and psychological claims pertaining to the role of the vagus nerve in emotion, regulation, social connection, and fear response. When you have the whole stimulation of the vagal nerve, it creates so much, right? So she had me think of two things that happened that I can remember when the vagal nerve was overstimulated. The first one was my best friend and I were driving on a very windy, wet road in Germany, and I almost flipped our car. That went from cool, calm, collective, I was driving to, oh my God, I almost flipped. I could have been responsible. I'm responsible for everybody's life in this vehicle. But at that time, I was able to calm myself down. I didn't know what was happening, but I was like, oh, of course, because you almost flipped the car, that's why you're anxious, right? But for me now, the anxious part comes out of nowhere because your body was so, it's doing the right thing. But when you're in panic and anxiety, you're like, oh my God, my body's all messed up. So she explained to me some of the things like, say a lion is chasing after you, right? You either flight, so you run, or you play dead. What happens when you're anxious? You start to get the shakes. You get the stomach pain because your entire body is preparing to die. Not because it's dying, but because it's fight or flight. So you're the predator is coming after you and you release all of your endorphins in your stomach and gut. And so you, you know, the predator thinks that you're dead. They don't want you. You're already dead. The, your body's doing the right thing when you have the fight or flight. It's just is doing it the wrong time because there's not a lion chasing you. There's not a lion right in front of you. So these exercises really are helping me. Do I still have the um, symptoms? Absolutely. So I also take, after at the end of my showers, I take a cold shower to try to desensitize my body because your nerves are just going haywire because it thinks it's so normal to be anxious all the time. The second thing that I remember was I actually had three things. So the first one was almost flipping my Jeep. Number two was I was driving my kids to Target and we lived in Illinois. My husband was deployed and I was driving through the gate on base and I was leaving and all of a sudden I lost my hearing in my left ear. And the first thing I thought was turn the car around, turn the car around. You're going to pass out. Go back to base. So that trained my body to realize it's always in high stress and it has to be defensive. The third one was I was sitting in my room in the mold house and my husband was next to me and all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. My whole body was shaking. My vision was gone. And I remember being on all four shaking and just thinking the exact same thing that I wrote was the world is a scary place and I can't, you know, I can't be trusted. It can't be trusted is how my theory was. And it's a scary place when you hit your bottom. You know, it's it's not a fun place to be at. So somebody had mentioned a guy um, whose name is Trey Jones. And he's a YouTube guy and he suffers from GAD, Generalized Anxiety Disorder. But actually, he specializes in health anxiety, which is what he went through. And he's absolutely right. For those that have health anxiety, you can't sit still. You've always got to be doing something because the minute you sit still, those symptoms are horrific from the time you wake up, from the time you go to bed. And he made it very understanding when he said, how do you expect somebody with health anxiety to be able to lay there and meditate? 
That's absolutely right. Because at first, before I started really getting into meditation, I would just be racking my brain like, oh, what is that sensation? Oh, why is my arm numb? Oh my God, my face feels like it's swollen. I still suffer with it as a secondary. I have to, I have to say that it's secondary. My anxiety is secondary to what's going on with me. But I do realize there are good days and bad days. Um, I'll get, it, it also depends on what I eat. The biggest thing now is waking up with my eyes with huge rashes underneath them. And we have done the elimination diet. And the thing that we can come up with is aesthetic foods and like like vinegar. So I ate salt and vinegar chips a couple of days ago. And the next morning I woke up and I had eczema underneath both of my eyes. We thought it was soda. No. Tomatoes, yes. Um, and that's very acidic. So it's something like that, that that's happening. And it and it's not easy because the minute you put makeup on underneath or any kind of cream, it burns so bad. But it gets very frustrating when you've seen a dermatologist and an allergist and you just have to realize it's your body's defense. You know, at the end of the day, I think doctors are just guessers and therapists are ones that kind of make you turn all of your symptoms into, you know what? My body is doing the right thing. This is what it's supposed to do. Now we just have to make sure it knows when to do it. Because if it's always doing it, it's not, (laughs) it becomes very exhausting, right? The whole thing is, I just want you to, if you do suffer from anxiety, look up the polyvagal theory. It's very, very interesting. The next thing I'm doing is a four-day ladder. So we're trying to see if there's a correlation between certain times that it's worse for me. So each day we're going to break it down and see, and I have to write down by the hour how I'm feeling or if I was anxious or what was the symptom that made me anxious. So I'm really glad that I found this lady. Um, and I, I really do think that talking to somebody, but she specializes in polyvagal theory. So I just, she said she was drawn to me and I felt drawn to her too the minute she responded to my email. So If you find somebody that specializes in that stuff, I think that's an excellent thing. But with the weather change here and stuff like that, you know, the doctors just tell you, oh, eczema is so common. But how is it they have eczema if I've never had it in my life, but it started when I was like 35? That makes no sense. There's something triggering it, right? I didn't live in England at 35. So what is the common denominator here? So vagal nerve... And um, irritation is a huge thing that pops in my head. But again, I always say, do your research. Don't just take one answer. Uh, Stay off of Google for Dr. Google. Do not look at Dr. Google anymore because if you look at it, then five seconds you're dying from a brain tumor, you have MS, and you have stomach cancer. You know what I mean? Don't look at it. It's just telling you the worst things. And sometimes those things are real for people. They do have those things, but remember that your body is doing the right thing when you're anxious. Take a few breaths. What is it? In for four, hold it for four, out for four. Until next time, thanks for listening to Status Random with Sean, and hopefully I will get better and do this again with not a month gap. Until next time, thanks. Bye.